You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm a very nasally Adam Barnard and he is also an equally nasally Blue Meanie. Blue Meanie, what's on your mind? Poop, Rod. Why'd you say poop? <laughs> poop coming out of your mouth. The poop, poop mouth. <laughs> poop, poop mouth. <laughs> uh, 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 poop out of your mouth. I'm going to throw back to like 20 seconds before we started recording. So. Yeah, if you missed the hallway show, go ahead and sign up right now. Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. You can hear all the hallway shows and what we were just talking about, but that'll be the only ad you'll hear while we're recording the show. Everything else will be sliced in, but yes. meanie man, what's shaking brother? Besides the fact that we both sound like, uh, we're an octave higher with these nasal issues. Yeah. It's like, uh, we were spoiled for so long with such nice weather. Damn. And, yeah. <laughs> Doing dueling sniffles over here. Fucking, uh, I'm telling you, dude, Carl's going to be like, eh, I can't believe this shit. I got to listen to you guys sniffling the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's fucking disgusting. God, it's disgusting. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, officially sick. Uh, felt it coming on, you know, a couple days ago. I was like, ah, son of a bitch. And now Mrs. Meany's got a little bit of a cough, so I'm like, fuck, made her sick. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like the weather's caught up. It's like a fit, you know. I'm sure there's really no correlation between wearing shorts and the t-shirt, you know, out in the cold, but. Yeah, something fucking jumped in my lungs, and now I'm just like coughing. It sucks. It's not nothing bad. Yeah. And I took the uh, precautionary uh, COVID home COVID test. I'm good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, fucking sucks. But uh, yeah, dude. I uh, I was taking a COVID test at work the other day. Uh, Sophie, my daughter's school, her preschool closed all week because of COVID. They had like a, it was like a, like that movie uh, outbreak. We get an email. Nope. It's like, oh, one kid's got COVID. Everything's fine. And then, like, a couple hours later, we get another email. It's like, oh, like, three teachers have COVID. No big deal. And then Sunday morning, it was like, we don't have enough teachers to teach. So the school is closed for, like, the next three days. And then I think they, they closed again on Friday. And uh, I I would I said to Courtney, I was like, they, they should just probably just close all the next week just to let it clear out and, you know, get out of the building. But I've been home, and the kids have brought some, like, you know, with kids, it's like, anybody who has kids that, that knows this, it's like, as soon as they start back at school, and as soon as it gets cold, the fucking illnesses multiply through the house. So it's like you, you don't just get one thing. You get a bunch of different things all at once. And it finally yeah. finally caught up to me. And, uh, yeah, I've been feeling like shit, dude. But the good news is when I took my COVID test at work, 
I fucking caught a nosebleed, brother. <laughs> I was like sitting at my desk, fucking swirling it around. I pulled it out. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. And my fucking face is just bleeding. I'm looking like Devon Dudley fighting New Jack. I'm like, what the fuck is happening to my face right now? And um, yeah, because Bubba doesn't bleed. But um, I uh, I had to fucking well, stop. What, what, and- Bubba does, what Bubba does, if you're bleeding in a match, he'll take your blood and put it on his forehead. Because he does. <laughs> Bubba doesn't bleed. So, <laughs> dude, you didn't call him out on that. I heard you on uh, on Busted Open, man. Um, oh, shout out to the guys. Shout out to the guys from Busted Open: Dave Lagreca, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, Mark Henry. Oh, Mark Henry, Tommy wasn't on this week, but yeah, shout out to Dave, uh, Dave, Tommy. No, I was just listen. I was just giving Tommy Dreamer a shout out just to give him a shout out, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I was on with uh, Bubba, Mark Henry, Dave Lagreca. Uh, the other night, I had watched or. A week ago, I had watched the uh, Tales from the Territories with uh, about Polynesian pro wrestling and uh, tweeted about it. I was like, holy shit. I thought I was the only person in the world who knew about Polynesian professional wrestling, and they did a whole episode on it. And uh, Dave had seen it, and he was like, hey, you want to come on and talk about it? I was like, yeah, absolutely, because Dave LaGreca is just like me. You know, we're about you know the same same age, grew up in the same area, and uh, – yeah, like on Saturdays, I would just, you know, when everybody, all the other kids were out doing like cool stuff, I would sit home and look for pro wrestling on the TV. And, you know, you know, a random Saturday, I'm clicking, you know, looking, 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 looking. And here's some uh, a wrestling show. And it was on the Financial News Network. And it had a little, like, the ticker, like the stock ticker at the bottom. Yeah. Which I had no idea what the fuck that meant. But, uh, <laughs> It became like a weekly thing where I would watch that, you know, Polynesian Pro Wrestling. And uh, soon after that, I think they got a uh, California Championship Wrestling on, on after that. Um, but yeah, it's like um, there's guys like Superfly Tui, Lars Anderson. Uh, and then, like, you would get the random guys from the mainland who would come through. Like, if uh, Jared King Waller did a loser leave town match in Memphis, he'd go to Hawaii for a month and he'd be wrestling out there. And right. If fucking Waller would be there, Sullivan, Kevin Sullivan would be there, and uh, a very young downtown Bruno before he got his, uh, oh. before his, he got that super deep voice that he has now, he's just like a young guy, he was like a fucking teenager, and um, oh, that's so funny, this is about 85 and 86, and then like 1990, now when uh, Joel Goodhart start running the uh, Memphis trips, you know, from Philly, you know, Joel Goodhart in Philly had wrestling radio. And uh, on uh, 94, well, not 94, then it was 610 WIP. It's like a uh, local sports radio. Every Saturday morning he had wrestling radio, but he would do these trips to Memphis, go down to Memphis and meet downtown Bruno like four years later, which is kind of cool. And then uh, every time we see each other, we bring up that photo and we like reenact, reenact the uh, photo of when I met him back in uh, 1990. Yeah, it was 1990. Can't fucking believe it. Wow. It was like, uh, how old was I? Quick math. Uh, 17? 17 going down to Memphis and hanging out and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, it was cool to go and bust it open uh, this week, talk about it, and uh, nerd out. Yeah. You know, uh, you know me I, me and Bubba kind of had the same childhood, too. Uh, you know, my first match was, like I told him, the first match I ever remember seeing was, uh, Fuji Saito against Mr. Uh, Fuji Saito versus 
uh, Tony Gray and Rick Martel. And he looked wow. at me, he's like, I swear that was my first match too. And it's like kind of cool. And, but like, he got to go to the fucking garden and shit like that as a kid, which is awesome. He was at the Superfly Morocco match. Oh, that's right. I remember him posting about that. Yeah. Yeah. They, there's somebody posted a, a clip like him at ringside for it. I was like, holy shit. That's so that cool. That must have been nuts, dude. But yeah, it was cool. You know, and then, you know, Mark was talking about like the area he grew up in all the wrestling he got to see as a kid. And it's just, it's, it's cool to, you know, know that, you know, we all had similar childhoods and stuff like that. And to, to go and bust it open and talk about, you know, uh, you know, our fandom, we talked about, you know, the territories watching growing up, reading wrestling mags, you know, rest, the wrestling magazines, everything, you know? So yeah. it was so cool. It was so cool. I love those guys. Yeah, it seems like you guys were having a good time on the show. So I was uh, I was excited to hear it. And, you know, it's just it's cool to, to see you get, you know, get your flowers. And uh, also, too, it's just it's fun to watch everybody interact. But, um, yeah, go ahead and check it out. I don't know if they put it up on the podcast. Um, I believe that they did. But, you know, Busted Open is on uh, Fight Nation Channel 156 on Sirius XM every I think it's every day, isn't it? Every day but Sunday. Every day but Sunday. <laughs> wow. Uh, Ryan McKinnell does Saturday mornings. Yeah, they'll typically have him on. But yeah, definitely check it out. It was a great show. Uh, Meanie, we are in Thanksgiving week. It is uh, I Thursday. I, I don't, I can't, you know, if you're listening to this uh, Monday morning, happy Thanksgiving coming up. Yeah. But dude, we, like I said, you know, I'm sick now because, but like, like we got so spoiled by such good weather. We that did. Like, we really did. And I had the fucking baseball playoffs with the Phillies. Yeah. That, you know, by the time that it fucking ended, holy shit, it's November? Yep. What the fuck? You know, it was like, <laughs> and it was Thanksgiving's this week, a uh, little inside baseball. As we're recording today, we're doing a, a double session. Uh, we're doing this episode, and then when we're done this, we'll be doing a all-exclusive Ask Meanie for Thanksgiving weekend so we can uh, have the weekends with our families and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, I can't believe Thanksgiving's this week. It's insane. And uh, it's one of my favorite holidays. You know, uh, I mean, I don't know if you can guess by uh, looking at me, but I like to eat. <laughs> and, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if anybody got that clue, but um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, this this home stretch is like yeah, from Halloween to New Year's. Yep. Even though I'm a summer guy, I love summer weather. Like the the spirit of this you know, season is you know, probably my favorite because you know, you got Halloween, that's Mrs. Meanie's Christmas. So we're doing stuff uh, with Halloween, then Thanksgiving, uh we're going to my sister's uh, you know, and gonna eat up you know gobble gobble over there uh then christmas we're going up to connecticut for mrs meanie's family hanging with them and then it's like new year's and then the day after new year's just january 2nd january 2nd to march is like a total dog shit fucking time of the year yeah like yeah unless there's a good playoff run with the philadelphia eagles which you know knock on wood which is my head little knock on uh, wood, uh, they have a uh, nice little playoff run. Then that could take you through to February. Yeah, right. Keep you settled. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be, you know, I got something to live for. And then, 
during that time of year. You know, I'm just not I'm not staring out the window, you know, singing fucking Sarah McLaughlin songs or anything. <laughs> In the arms of an angel, yeah. I will remember you. <laughs> if I don't, I'll adopt all the dogs. Just fucking stop singing. Please yeah. stop. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving's coming up. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. I went on a rant there, but, dude. Uh, this is mind of the meanie. This is not mind of the atom. By the way, shout out to the Pod Squad joining us here. Vanessa, little Jimmy. We got a yeah. whole bunch of folks in here with us today. Um, no, I mean it's it's uh it's crazy. Yeah. Ooh, Vanessa, it's crazy, man. Um, I'm an eater. I this is like you know I'm like Vince McMahon when it comes to Thanksgiving. I'm just gonna fucking house everything that's in front of me um i keep trying to convince courtney though man i i uh i sent you a, a link the other day for federal donuts which we talk about on the show which they should hopefully sponsor us at some point um yeah but they have um they do like holiday sets you know so they'll do they'll do like a pie set for thanksgiving and uh it's like cherry pie and pumpkin pie uh key lime which is my favorite and oh, okay I was about to ask which one's your favorite. Yeah, key lime is my favorite. I know it sounds crazy. People always make fun of me about it, but man, I fucking put a key lime pie in front of me with a uh, a sequench ale beer and a fucking set of shrimp tacos, man. I'm fucking set, bro. Set. A what beer? Sequench ale, dogfish, uh, dogfish. Was it dog dogfish head? Is that the name of the beer? I thought you said a butt, a butt clenched ale. I was gonna. Well, you know what? That's the name of the show is Butt Clench Ale. So I'm going to write that down because I don't want to forget. Butt Clench Ale. I'll be butt clenched after my third plate of Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) Gingerbread man walk to the bath. (laughs) Oh, no. Or I destroy my sister's plumbing. That's right, man. It's going to do a lot of this going on. I can't remember what regular air smells like. Lots of that. That's that's regular season mean parts. <laughs> so it's probably uh, it's probably going to be more like this, right? <laughs> that's gonna be my Santa meanie music when I come out. <laughs> Do you need the MP3? I'll send it to you, man. It's fucking so good. But we'll probably just. I'm sure they're going to do it like a traditional. Or Blue Christmas, but uh, oh, that's actually not a bad idea. I didn't yeah, think about that. that. Uh, we did that in ECW when the BWO took over Times Square. Sick. I am. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's sick, though. That's thanks sick. for thanks for noticing. Thanks for uh, bringing it up, pal. Now I've been working on it all year. Now I know, Meanie. The fans want to know as I get ready to crack this uh, this seltzer, this generic shit from Aldi because I don't have a vending machine down the hallway anymore. Um, the fans want to know, and I think you deserve it. We, we deserve to know the listeners. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh yes, <laughs> good answer. Yeah, that's what, nah, dude. It's fucking. You know, I'll, I'll get the turkey. I'll get the sweet potato. I might have a little bit regular potato just to fucking appease whoever's in the fucking room. Like, so I'll go, oh, no, you're not going to have a regular potato. Uh, yeah, I'll have regular fucking potato. Leave me the fuck alone. They're, they're on the plate. There's a, uh, 
a dish I love, my Aunt Ree would make every year. My sister continues to make it because she knows I love it. String bean casserole. Ooh, that's good shit. With the French fried onions baked on top. Mm-hmm. That's some good shit. Uh, cranberries, of course. And then uh, second plate, fucking all meat. <laughs> Give me all the meat. All the fucking meat. Some more sweet potato because that's, yeah, I love, I'm a sweet potato mark. And some more cranberry. Nice. And then, uh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I'll go to the bathroom, make some more room, come out for like the third plate. Uh, I'll be good. Yep. And then, uh, well, I'll, I'll force everybody in the house to watch football. <laughs> I, I walk in the house and they got the fucking Lifetime channel. And I'm like, give me the fucking remote right now. Uh, we're watching football. And, uh, <laughs> Un- fucking unreal. Fucking worse. Oh my god, dude! My wife loves that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Everything is the same movie. Yeah. It's the same story, dude. It's just like, give me a remote. Um, if you want me to stay, and we're we're gonna watch football. Same with Christmas, you know, when yeah. we do Christmas in both states. But this year we're just gonna do the the one. Mm. But um, uh, yeah, fucking uh, yeah, yeah. Second plate's all meat. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's the way to do it, man. I, uh, I'm i trying to think. What's my favorite? Um, oh, well, yeah, and then there's, you know, the pie. Well, which, yeah, yeah. Pumpkin or uh, I don't know if we had in a while, but <laughs> every time I say this pie, I got to say it like my mom because this was right. Uh, Brian, can you get me some pecan pie? <laughs> You know, pecan pie, which my mom always, ooh, pecan pie. All right, mom, I'll get you some pecan pie. And, uh, I'm a slice for, for Mama Meanie and her her memory, you know. So. Yep. Brian, I, I, I thought I saw your car. Uh, can you stop by uh, McDonald's and get me a black and white milkshake? Uh, <laughs> this is mother. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I could do her voice better if I wasn't so fucking hoarse. But. Yep. Yeah, my mom was a little bit had a little bit of Edith Bunker in her. I know? love it, dude. I I understood I understood that reference, and I love it. Yeah. Oh, Brian. <laughs> oh, Brian. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Vanessa actually is asking about who's playing on Thanksgiving. I have the schedule right here. Uh, twelve twelve thirty is the Buffalo Bills versus the Detroit Lions. Um, at four thirty, it's the New York Giants and the shitty ass fuck boys Dallas Cow shits. And the uh, the cheating, terrible, fucking New England cheaters against the Minnesota Vikings at eight twenty p.m. Uh, those yeah. are all the games, all in Eastern Time. Uh, it doesn't say where they are playing, but I would imagine it's probably CBS and Fox. I would imagine gotcha. you watch those games, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, Bills and- are playing Christmas Eve. Yep. Bills and Lions are on uh, CBS. Uh, the Giants versus the Shitbirds are on Fox, and the Cheaters at the Vikings are on NBC. So. Speaking of the Bills, uh, as we were recording this, it's Saturday morning, uh, November 19th at 10.25 p.m., and uh, the Buffalo Bills were supposed to play this Sunday in Buffalo. Yeah. But they got fucking thunderfucked by some fucking snow. Thunderfucked. And, uh, yeah, they call it thunder snow. I don't know why they call it thunder. I don't know. Under. Thunder. 
you've been thunderfucked. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I had, they had to move the game from Buffalo. This was my dream all last night. How are the Buffalo Bills going to get? They had to move the game from Buffalo to Detroit to fucking play this game because there's going to be six feet of fucking snow. It's crazy. But the Buffalo Bills hadn't left Buffalo before the fucking storm hit. So they're like fucking snowed in in Buffalo. And like one of the players too is like, I don't know how we're going to get out of this mess. Yeah. Like, you know, I love Buffalo so much because it reminds me so much of Philly. But like there's people posting photos of like how many beer cans tall the snow is. Yep. I had like eight beer cans stacked up against the pile of snow to measure, you know, Jesus. you know, uh, but yeah, I don't know. The game's supposed to be tomorrow in Detroit and Buffalo hasn't left the city yet and they got fucking hammered. So I don't know. I mean, you're uh, Johnny on the spot with the fucking uh, news right there. You're, the, <laughs> you're like my Robin Quivers. I see you looking at your phone. Yep, but, I'm, uh, I'm, I get tweets and live alerts and shit. So anytime you anytime you reference something, man, and you see me looking down or I'm looking at my phone, I'm trying to pull it up so I get more additional information to assist us while we talk cool. about this. You're pretty quick with that shit too, man. I you know, and I type fast too. Everybody, everybody who watches me text when I I'm just like, you know fire thumbs over here like how do you how do you text so fast i'm like i don't know i just do um i i I can't type without fucking at least going back and always put a p for the o like if something has the o in it i always hit the p button and um, uh yeah it's crazy dude you know what's nuts i'm actually looking up right now there's uh i'm at the local news in buffalo uh as of five or eight minutes ago rather they just filed this report uh in orchard park new york they uh Orchard, Orchard Park already has 36 inches of snow. That's three feet. Yeah. That's three feet of snow already. And, and it's not even close to being done. No. They moved it. To, yeah, so they moved the game to Ford Field in, in Detroit. But if they can't get out, how are they going to play the game? That, that's that's the deal, man. That's why I'm trying to fucking figure out. God. Yeah crazy yeah now they have a challenge here it is is a uh, yahoo sports is talking about it but they don't have any updates as to how they're going to get there that's going to be a fucking clusterfuck i mean it's a it's a four-hour drive yeah but i mean it's, if there's already three feet of snow yeah that is crazy <laughs> fuck man everybody yeah. talks about the blizzard of 96 here like dude that was fucking brutal that's like yeah. i had just recently moved back and uh, moved back to Philly from, you know, Jersey. And, you know, fucking, we got that fucking blizzard. And everything was so fucking, you know, cars were, you know, covered. You couldn't see them. But, they, you know, they, they plowed the streets. And then everybody who had to, like, try to go out to the store had to fucking go <clears throat> to fucking, you know, walk in the middle of the street. So it looked like, like the end scene of like, like a nuclear war movie where yeah. all the victims are walking in the street yeah. in a pile of rubble or whatever, but holy shit, man. Yeah. It was, uh, it was January 6th to January 8th. Um, it is the still the single biggest snowstorm in Philadelphia's history. We got 30.7 yeah. inches, which is just, just over, I believe we're just under 
two and a half feet. Um, yeah, I was in, uh, let me think, 1996, I would have been 11. So I think I was in sixth grade or seventh grade or sixth grade or fifth grade, rather. And we were off school for like a week and a half, it felt like. What year was that again? 1996. It was like literally, it was the, the January 6th is when it started. And it snowed, remember it snowed for like two days. And yeah. um, I remember the streets were, they were like, no one can get anywhere. We're stuck in in Philly, like basically stuck in our house. And it wasn't even like we could go anywhere because the streets weren't open. And I remember us having to walk, like there was a Gennardi's that was down like probably a mile and a half from our house. Yeah. It used to be a Gennardi's, it's a McCafferty's now in Newtown uh, Township. And we walked because they had paths. People were like making paths in the snow. We're like, well, fuck it, we need food. But, you know, nothing was open because no one could get anywhere. Oh, right. dude, it was a shit show, man. It was fucking insane. But I can't I remember, even. Go ahead. I, no, no, I remember them like they would like get the like, uh, I guess they're bulldozers with the front end loaders where they scoop up the snow, put it into a fucking dump truck. They would take the dump trucks to 30th Street and dump the snow into the fucking river because they had no place to fucking put it. Yeah. That was fucking insane. Yep. I can't only imagine what fucking Buffalo is going through. That's what I was talking to my barber today. I was saying to her, we were talking about the snow and she's like, what do they do with all that stuff? I said, I guess at some point they have to dump it in the river or, you know, any kind of like open water area. But yeah, Lucha says, start digging. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Keep your shovels, man. I'm telling you, man, I'm trying to find the the Westchester totals. When I was in college, um, we had a big snowstorm in the beginning of uh, 2010. And I think it was like, yeah, it was, uh, let me see, February 9th. It was uh, two feet of snow in Chester County. And I was stuck. My car was completely, I had this blazer. It was completely covered in snow. And we were living at at South Campus Apartments right on the other side of Westchester. And a couple of kids, we'd all, you know, everybody had beer. We're shit-faced drunk. And somebody had taken snow and packed the stairs. And we were fucking riding the stairs down, basically like, you know, ECW style, riding the stairs down, and there's a big ramp at the bottom with snow, and we were fucking hitting the pavement. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's like I can't feel anything. I'm hammered. Yeah, so, um, you felt it the next morning. I bet. Yeah, yeah. You just drank more beer, and then you were fine. But uh, no, man. I just, I uh, hopefully everybody's all right. Hopefully they make it safe to uh, to Detroit for the game. Uh, Vanessa saying Boston was putting their huge snow piles on an island in the bay. One year, it didn't officially melt away until July. I remember that. There was like a mound out there in July, but there was so much of it or something that it had like, not it not coagulated, but it basically like congealed into like this big fucking nasty pile of shit. So, yeah, it's like, it's like parking lot snow. Yes, yes. Yeah, like when they, they fucking put all the dirty fucking snow in one fucking pile, you're just like, man, some morons going to go over there and eat that shit. Oh, God. No, thank you, man. It wasn't me. No. Yeah, definitely not me either, dude. Fuck that. Uh, (laughs) He's going to shit when he realizes it's shit. Who's Uh, got the lighter? Sometime I'll bring Danny on. He'll he'll do the, Daniel will do the whole spot from Billy Madison word for word. Um, So what else is going on, man? What else is new in the world of the the bluest meanie? Oh, uh, shout out to my my folks over at Brothers Gatter. Yeah. Brothers Gatter uh, in upstate New York. They're like an hour away from like Montreal. That's how far up they are. Wow. Uh, beautiful fucking place. But they, um, speaking of, you know, uh, 
Christmas, I'll be doing uh, Santa Mini at uh, Icons. But uh, myself and the brothers together have gotten together and uh, what's that? Collaborated. That's the go. word. On a Blue Mini Santa uh, buddy, kind of like the old WWF Russell buddies back in the day. Uh, they had done one before and uh, loved it. And then uh, I was like, you know, last year I did <clears throat> Santa Mina, Santa Mini at Icons at the 2300 Arena. And they got a good response. And I was like, man. And then, like, uh, you know, my buddy George Tejanus showed me some photos of it. And I was like, man, that looks great. That be, there needs to be some kind of toy you know, Santa Mini toy. And, uh, you know, I, I shot the idea to brothers gather and they were like, yeah, let's do it. And, uh, they sent me a couple, uh, you know, versions of it. Uh, the front is fucking perfect, but then they had like, like a one with a plane back, which is plane back blue Mini, Santa Mini. And then, uh, there was one with, um, and like, you know, you know, it's meany. So like everything's like taped on and stuff like that. Kind of like, you know, how John McClane has the gun taped to his back and uh, die hard. <clears throat> so um, there was one with the, uh, the leg lamp from a Christmas story, a random <laughs> hand figure. Or whatever. I was like, eh, might not want to get sued. So, yep. uh, you know, they taped a, uh, they did one with the uh, cheer, steel chair taped to my back. And uh, if you go to brothersgatter.com, and click shop you go to the wrestling wrestling buddy section you can see uh you can see them there's they're, they're selling a, a regular one and then uh i'm signing a bunch of them so they'll be they'll have those up on the website so uh yeah there's you know it's three brothers from upstate new york and the, their wives and uh you know they have a really cool art studio up there and uh, we went up there last summer it was such a good time and uh, I'm glad to, you know, be able to do something with them, you know, this time around. And, uh, you know, if you order it now, you should be having time uh, by Christmas. Yeah. I was just going to say that if you order by Thanksgiving, if you order by Thursday, you should have it in time for the holidays. I am definitely picking up one of these. This will absolutely become part of our Christmas uh, decorations in the house here. What better way to celebrate the holidays than with Meanie Claws so go ahead and pick it up. I'm going to tweet it out as well on uh, Mind of the Meanie at Twitter. I'll put it in the show notes as well. Don't forget to pick it up. So it's Brothers Gatter, G-A-D-D-O-R.com. Go pick yourself up one now. Um, it is super dope. Um, I see real data's here, but again, I'm going to keep pushing for it, man. I know people want to beat the shit out of me all the time. I'm like, listen, it would be way better if I had a wrestle buddy. So nah. Brothers Gatter, Brothers Gatter, <laughs> let's let's collaborate. You know where to find me. Holler at your boy. Um, Holla. But, um, yeah, it's just, it'll be fun to watch. You know, if I give one of my kids, they'll be like, oh, this is cool. They'll punch it in the nuts and then they'll go play with their Legos. But, um, <laughs> you know, no, this is really cool. This is a really cool design. I can't wait to see how it, uh, how it turns out. They're sticking uh, pins in you know, like a fucking voodoo yeah. doll. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly what it is. They're like, oh, dad, this is kind of cool, I guess. Why are you want to, why are you want a wrestle buddy? Where's Meanie? Did you get the Meanie one? Yes, I got the Meanie one, guys. Yeah. How is, <laughs> we want the blue one. Yeah, we know. I know. Uh, so Meanie, real fast before we keep going. Yes. I just want to know if we can get a round of applause from everybody. Do you know why? You know why we're golf right. clapping right now? I'm so excited to announce that Manscaped launched our ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not-so-private parts. We're talking about a leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man. 
and covers you from head to toe. Literally, Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code MEANIE. 20. Now, meaning we all know how essential the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is for that precise trim below the waist. Their advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts in your most delicate areas. And I'm telling you, Meanie, there's nothing more that, that Courtney likes when she gets down there to see little John on the east side, boys. She likes to see some smooth, smooth skin. And I'm sure Manscaped's done the job for you as well. Manscaped is the perfect product. For, it's uh, perfect for the hygiene for your low gene. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, seriously, uh, top-notch quality products with, you know, the, the, the ball trimmer, the, the nose and ear hair trimmer, the, the foot spray, the deodorant, everything that, you know, Manscaped does is top-notch quality. Top-notch scents, by the way. The uh, deodorant smells it smells great. The, uh, the man wipes smell phenomenal. Everything Manscaped does is top-notch, especially even the, the bag they give you to carry everything in. Uh, top notch from uh, top to bottom. <laughs> top to bottom is right, but check this out, meaning we know how great the Lawnmower 4.0 is. Check out what's in this pack, the Ultra Premium Collection. It comes with a Manscaped Premium deodorant. No, and it's not for your balls. It's for your stinky-ass armpits, because trust me, I'm in there doing my front squats, man, and Papa needs a brand-new shower. So they keep that deodorant. It dries clear. It's aluminum-free, and it smells like their signature scent. The hydrating body moisturizer, if you have any tattoos or issues with dry skin. It's designed to keep your skin feeling fresh, clean, and smelling fresh as well. Uh, the body wash to lather you up has infused aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. Uh, two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to clean that scalp with one easy step, plus a free gift, a three-pack of lip balm that's made with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers Feeling moist, I use it every single day. I have some here somewhere, probably in my suit pants where it belongs. That's four products plus a gift inside the Ultra Premium Collection. And I got to tell you, Mini, that sounds like an incredible score, especially for the holidays coming up. Uh, what he, what's even better about this is that all of these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan-friendly, and dye-free. The best ingredients with zero compromise. Get that Ultra Premium Collection hot off the shelves right now. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code MEANI20. At manscaped.com, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code MEANI20 at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to Manscaped and your balls. Well, thank you. And MEANI, I want to say thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring the program today. Sponsor the program that sponsors Mind and Demeaning and helps you feel good, look confident, and uh, show the one you love that you uh, you love them a little bit more. What else is going on, man? Yes. Yes, of <laughs> course. Yes, naturally. Yes. Oh, man. I don't know. Um, Pod Squad, uh, lots of good questions in here. Uh, little Jimmy said that it was epic um, to have you on and listen on the Sirius XM radio app. Honestly, that, that, the Sirius XM app is fucking great. I listen all day at work. It's, yeah, you know, it, it's like it, nine it, bucks a month. It's really not bad. Nah, it's awesome. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, they put the video version of the interview up on the app as yep. well. So you can watch you know, the video of it as well, which is cool to see. Uh, Mini Studios on the Sirius XM app. Yep. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. 
Um, I saw that the new the trailer for the AEW video game came out, um, and it was uh, missing Mr. Punk from it. So, what do you think? Did you get a chance to check that trailer out? I have not yet, but I've been watching the videos of uh, CM Punk with the uh, CFFC <laughs> MMA matches, and uh, they've been uh, ribbing him pretty good over there. Yeah. He said he was injured with his hand. He, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm injured. This one, this hurts too. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And they're like, oh, don't let him do any press conferences. <laughs> they're, just they're just breaking his balls. Yeah. And it's so good. He seems to be a good sport about it, though. It seems like he's, like, enjoying it, but... Yeah. Um, I don't know how that works, man, because he was supposed to be a staple of that game. And I wonder if he's even going to be in it and how you remove coding like that. I'm sure someone in the pod squad can tell me, but I don't know how that works. Like, imagine, you know, even like in uh, 2K22, like when Bray Wyatt was let go uh, in 2021, um, he was probably ingrained in the game. And then all of a sudden he's out of there. Like, how do you how do you remove that code? That, that's that's a great question. And uh, it's definitely above my pay grade. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah you know it's a great but, question and when i get when i get an answer to that i'll let you know how long have they been working on this fucking game since they opened since the company started they dumped eight figures into this game like action figures yes it, they dumped eight actual action <laughs> figures into it several kenny omegas and a couple of backstock of cm punk they had left over yeah tens of millions of dollars of uh according to several reports that they've dumped into this video game so it better be the best fucking video game of all time can they, how much did they sell to make that money back? A lot. To make, to make a profit. They, like, a lot. They would have, it would have to be one of the best selling video games of all time in order to even recoup some of that profit. Because again, like, you know, they're not a publicly traded company. So you don't no. know what their, what their profit and loss statement looks like or what their balance sheet looks like. Um, but from all accounts, like, since they've been dumping the money into the video game, they haven't turned a profit. You can't count the pandemic year. You can't count 2020 because that, that's not fair. But they haven't, you know, like that's a big expense for a brand new company to be dumping, a video, you know, money into a video game like that. Yeah. And then you figure, you know, how many guys have come and gone and been in the company and left and just, dude, that's, that's insane. Um, Lucha just said that the AEW game is free on Xbox. Really? I, I don't know. They're giving it away for free? What? I'm looking this up right now. Do you have an Xbox? Yeah, we have an Xbox downstairs for James. I'm looking it up. I'm trying to... Yes, I got a PlayStation. But... Xbox by AEW Fight Forever. Online multiplayer on console. When it comes out, really? They must have they must have had some kind of deal there. Maybe it's it's baked in with like an Xbox Live subscription or something like that, but I don't... Oh, on Xbox Game Day Pass. There it is. Oh. Um, that's what they're claiming, but the game isn't currently planned to be coming to any gaming subscription services. Okay, so you have to buy it, like, separately, so you can't download it. All right, but I mean, it's still, but, like, why would you invest all that money and time into it just to make it for free? Like, that, you know, or part of the Game Pass. Like, that's a yeah. huge... That's probably a front a bunch of money that Xbox or Microsoft gives them up front just to have it on the pass. But you got to think they run once a week. They have one live gate a week. They have all this talent on the roster. Then, you know, uh, they do four pay-per-views a year. Right. 
Um, I don't know what their pay-per-view buy rates are, but you know, it's, are, are we going to be seeing like, uh, I heard they're going to do like the Elon, like SpaceX buying ad space on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Oh, look, a commercial from uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, yep. Today. Yep. Just, um, yeah, I just don't know how they're making money. I just, I'm not being facetious. Not, I'm not no. being anti A. I love AEW. But yeah. when you're, you're at that much talent under contract and running one show a week, sometimes two you know, with the occasional pay-per-view or, you know, sometimes, you know, too, with the occasional live rampage. I want, I want them to be around forever uh, because I want all my friends to have jobs, but you guys sit and wonder and go, man. And then you're paying for production and then you're paying for every, you know, paying for flights, hotels, everything running the house in general like just how do you run a show like i merch and- I, 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 yeah i understand you're getting ad revenue but like ad revenue should be the uh the dessert right it shouldn't be you shouldn't be your main course how do you how do you like how much ad revenue could they possibly be getting from turner brought you know again again i'm not yeah not shit talking i'm just talking business in general these are questions that i have um, how do you turn a profit at that point? Because at least you know like how WWE turns their profit. You had an idea of what WCW did and ECW did back in the day. Um, TNA even, you can you can kind of look and see how they're how they used to get ad revenue and, and and profit in their in their company. But how do you turn a profit in that setup right now? I mean, they just I don't think they have the infrastructure, even with the punk contract. I mean, how much yeah. money how much fucking money did they throw at CM Punk to show up to the company? Or how much they're going to you know, offer Ooh. this? Yeah. Well, right. That's what I mean. Like, how much is his buyout going to be? I'm sure it's going to be in the millions. Um, I just, I'm, I, I have lots of questions. Um, I don't know, man. Did you watch the Helwani interview? By the way, the one with Tony. No. No. I only saw. I only. I. I. I, I didn't I watch. Saw the yeah, I saw the aftermath of it, but I. I know as an interviewer, I. I understand his frustrations in some instances when he's asking questions. Um, I just don't know if I would have played it the same way at, in the, in the postmortem. Yeah. I tend to be more professional in those kinds of things, but yeah. I, not to say that Ariel Hawani isn't professional. I just mean that like, it's, I don't know. What do you think? This is mine no, of the media, not mine of the Adam. Well, I, I just don't know what triggered him to, to respond publicly other than, you know, maybe people shitting on the interview. He's like, well, you can show the interview all you want, but. You know, this is, this is the hand I was dealt kind right. of thing. You know? Right. You know? Yeah. We've all, I mean, I've had, I've had interviews I've done that I've, I haven't aired because, you know, I, I tend to do a, uh, you know, a, a pre-show I ask questions and, you know, like, Hey, let's talk about this, this, that, and the other. And I've had a couple folks on and it's just like, you know, one word answers or you're trying to pull stuff out of them and it doesn't go anywhere. And you know, what's supposed to be a 45 minute conversation ends up being 10 minutes and all this prep work I did, I, you know, it ends up with nothing. So I have a lot of stuff in the archive that's never, you know, never seen the light of day. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, I'm sure it's unfortunate and it's, I'm sure it was frustrating. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Speaking of fortunate and frustrating, I mean, look at everything that's going over on, on uh, the old Twitter. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, 
It's Dude, a, it's, it is a literal shit show. Yeah. It just keeps getting worse, too. Like, it keeps, per, like, progressively getting worse on Twitter. It, I'm trying to figure Elon Musk out. It's just, like, um, guys got SpaceX. He's got Tesla. He's it's like, did he just like fall into these things and just happen to latch on to something that was already like a proven thing and just put money into it? I just like, I don't get it. Yeah. You know, and then like, I guess it backfired that he was going to, he talked about buying Twitter and then the, the, the news got out that he was going to buy Twitter and then like, something happened with the stocks crashing. And so they had, they had to up the fucking price of, Twitter to $44 billion. Yeah. He spent 44. He offered Twitter. He offered the, um, cause Twitter was a public company. So he offered the shareholders $44 billion for the app. And then it went through the due diligence process. And then he backed out of the deal because the stock price crashed. It like tanked and he tried to back out. So they took him to court in like a Delaware corporation court or whatever it is. And they forced him. Essentially, they were like, or they like, you know, basically it looked like the court was on Twitter side. Like, hey, yeah, you have to buy this. So we ended up buying it and just has wrecked it. Like, he's just like there. No one knows how many people are left in the company. Nobody knows what their infrastructure is like. Most of their top engineers are gone. Um, you know, this whole verification thing is out of control. So they stopped doing verification on accounts. Um, <laughs> that was for a couple which, days. I mean, we knew it was going to happen, right? Like, like can't not see something like that coming. Um, And, you know, and again, it's like he just he's acting as if he's like the ultimate troll. But it's like you realize you're playing with an infrastructure here and and an app that is literally helpful in in countries that are being overthrown and a news interest and things like I read this morning that CBS has stopped. CBS News has stopped all tweets and all information going out on Twitter as of last night. They won't use the app anymore. It's like, you know, advertisers are bailing and. It's a shit show, man. It's a, it, well, and the thing is like he had to borrow a bunch of money to get that 44 billion. They're saying the inflation on the loans alone is like a billion dollars a year, which is going to end up being more worth more than what he actually paid for Twitter. So you got to wonder just like, what, what was the point? What was the fucking point, man? It's just, 44 fucking billion. That's a lot of fucking money. And just to fuck with somebody. And, you know, just to then, own the libs, brother. Yeah, and then uh, just to fucking, uh, you know, and then SpaceX is buying advertising on there or whatever. But, <laughs> yeah, it's just like everybody, he had like a uh, conference call and everybody's just fucking hung up on the conference call and yeah. stuff like that. And I don't get the whole fucking... He's like, you're going to have to work super hardcore. You're like, what are you, 15? Drinking Mountain Dew in mommy's basement? Dude, get a, give me your fucking break, man. Get a life, dude. <laughs> language on that. I was like, man, that sounds so weird. Just, you're going to have to be super hard, super hardcore. And then if I'm elected class president, everybody gets free ice cream. You know? <laughs> free Mountain Dew in all of the fucking vending machines. Yeah. Start the day with some 41, brother. <laughs> Fucking, fucking one. They just on the radio the other day. It fucking blew my mind. He's fucking. He's being the, the top edge lord 
all over the internet. I'm like, give me a fucking break, man. Like, get yeah. your shit together. Oh, by the way, you know, I went over and so since everybody's leaving Twitter, they're going over to this thing called Mastodon. Yeah. Kind of like Twitter and I'm still trying to figure that the fuck out. So oh. it's, it's kind of weird. It's like, it's like different servers you could join and stuff like that. And I joined like one server. I didn't like the name of it. It was like nerd something. I was like, oh, I don't know. So I went over to like Mastodon party or whatever kind of server it is. And I'm, I'm getting the hang of it a little bit, but uh, it's still weird. But uh, I mean, it'd be interesting to see how, how, I mean, there's no engineers there. So if something, one minor thing goes wrong, it's kind of like running a car that has no fucking motor oil in it. It'll just dry up and seize up, you know, it's mad. It's going to be interesting to see how long it takes for fucking Twitter to just fucking seize up. Well, up existing. That's what somebody was. There was a thread that I was reading this morning and they were saying that it's not like if one thing goes, then a bunch of things will basically like what they refer to as Jenga ing, you know, it'll just Jenga on top of itself. And it's not like it'll happen over a couple of days or a couple of weeks. It'll happen within like hours, seconds or hours, because that's how the infrastructure of these things are built. So if one thing stops working, it basically just boogers up the rest of it and then it falls apart completely. So I'm not, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised to see, and I've been saying it like, oh, it'll probably be a couple of weeks at the most that this continues. But now he's saying, oh, I'm going to find somebody else to be the CEO. It's like, what? Like, how does everybody look at you as a fucking rocket side? Like, I don't, you know, between you and Kanye West, like, how do people, how could people take you guys, either of you seriously? As a, as a Cowboys fan would say, he's been exposed as not, <laughs> Yeah, genius that he claims to be. The Eagles have been exposed. Yeah. Yeah, lost one tool. Calm, calm, calm your tits. What they a tool. One. Yeah. I'll never, I'll, I, I, that tweet will be burnt into my memory forever. They'll be exposed. Yeah. Get a fuck, yeah. go touch grass, clap cheeks, do something. Get the fuck out of your basement, dork. But, yeah. well, Meanie, as always, it is a pleasure to do this program with you every single yes. week together but more importantly where can people find you on social media if you like to follow the blue meanie on all social forms all forms of social media uh facebook instagram uh, mastodon yeah uh, tiktok and uh twitter while it lasts um at blue meanie bwo it's on all forms. So I, I've got to figure out how to fucking go out my fucking Mastodon fucking thing. Cause it's like a weird long fucking thing. You can't just say, Oh, follow me here. God damn it. I hate it. God um, damn. Yeah. Yeah. At blue meanie BWO. Uh, also like we just said, Christmas is near and the blue meanie Santa buddy is here. The limited edition Santa meanie buddy by brothers gather is a fun Christmas take on the original blue meanie buddy go to brothersgather.com click on the shop button and get your santa meanie buddy today limited supplies last so get them while they uh exist uh if you would like to support the blue meanie go to pro wrestling slash blue meanie if you would like to support mind of the meanie go to pro slash mind of the meanie Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Go to Collar and Elbow brand. I can't speak today. <laughs> go to Collar and Elbow brand.com. Use coupon code MEANIE to support the Blue Meanie. 
But also, you can use coupon code MIND to support Mind of the Meanie, save 10%, and keep the lights on here. Um, now you got all the, uh, you got the meanie buddy, you got your t-shirts and if you got a beard, you got to go to madcatbeardcare.com. Uh, go over there at madcatbeardcare.com and get the blue spruce. My boy, Josh Thornton over there is doing a great job. Uh, you know, all the funds go to directly taking care of feral cats in this neighborhood. He picks them up. He takes them to the vet, heals them up and, uh, he doesn't, does a great job over there. I, I talk to the guy basically almost every day. Uh, so go to madcatbeardcare.com. Also, shout out to Jim Nielsen, my boy Jim Nielsen, at glaciersofice.com. Uh, Jim made a three of three handmade custom BWO Air Jordan 1 sneakers for Stevie Nova and myself. Each pair takes about 50 hours per pair for Jim to make. Uh, if you would like to see how he does it and, uh, you know, a little bit peek behind the scenes, go to uh, his social media on all forms of social media at G O I kicks. That's uh G O I kicks on all forms of social media. Uh, cameo.com slash blue meanie for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. Uh, go to cameo.com slash blue meanie BWO. And, uh, you know, I'll say something nice for you or, you know, try to, you know, give you an uplifting message or, you know, whatever you want to do. It's cameo.com slash blue meanie. But most importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you? You are too kind to me, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter for as long as it is around uh, at this is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. Yes, I'm keeping it. It's a brand, pal. Uh, you can also listen to my other show, Foundation Radio, by going to foundationradio.net and listening there. Lots of great interviews and content for you to enjoy when you're not listening to this program, foundationradio.net. Uh, if you want to start to get buff like me and toned, uh, go check out my trainer, Brad Feinberg, at thefeinbergmethod.com. Uh, consultations are free. He has a lot of great programs, not just wellness, not just physical wellness. Uh, it's also emotional wellness and uh, mental health uh, wellness as well. He is the total package. Uh, so go check him out, thefeinbergmethod.com, and tell him Goober sent you. Uh, go ahead to prowrestlingtees.com slash foundation radio. Pick up a shirt to support that show. Go to prowrestlingtees.com slash mind of the meanie. Help us keep the lights on at Casa de Meanie and at the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth, manscaped.com. Don't forget to use promo code MEANIE20 and get 20% off of your uh, order. Uh, don't forget patreon.com slash mind of the meanie, Twitter, Instagram.com slash mind of the meanie. Meanie, I want to say thank you to you and the pod squad for being here with us each and every week. For the Blue Meanie, I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind. <laughs> you good? <laughs> of the Meanie. Peace. This episode of Mind of the Meanie was recorded and produced by Adam Barnard and was engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional production and narration provided by Sam Kreps. Our executive producers are Josh Chernoff, Adam Barnard, and the Blue Meanie. Our opening theme is performed by the Swamp Candles. Our closing theme is performed by Chikara. 
The show contains original music produced by Enrichment. Get additional bonus content by becoming our patron on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at mindofthemeanie. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production in conjunction with the MLW Radio Network. Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Mini's brain out. The world of MLW Radio never stops.